everyone, my name is Amber, my pronouns are she, her. My name is Chloe, my pronouns are also she, her. And live from Amber's room. Yep. It, oh my god, I just hit my phone. We're getting a little too close. Um, it's um, SPHS Agony Secrets Podcast, Nightmare on Mission Street. Yeah, so before we get started, we want to insert a quick disclaimer. This podcast does not represent the views of SPSD, SPHS, Tiger Newspaper, or its employees. No, it does not. So uh, with that, let's do our check-in. Amber, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay. I've been spending a lot of time by myself, like, yeah. in my room, um, which is nice, actually, because normally, like, I always, like, try to get out of my room. Right. Um, but I rearranged it again to, nice. like, how it was before. before. <laughs> yeah, um, it's about the same. And I like it. It's really nice. It does look um, really nice. I've been doing nothing. I did nothing but biology yesterday, and it was the most empty thing ever. Right. Really suck you dry. How you doing, dog? Uh, I did nothing but apish yesterday. So awful. And I watched. I started watching this show again. It's called Grace and Frankie, and it's about. It's a show about old people, which I think is really cool. I think that's really cool. It's crazy. But, um, Definitely need more old people representation. <laughs> honestly, um, but it's. It's just a bunch, it's like a bunch of Newport Beach lunatics. Uh, they're old and they're kicking it. It's pretty good. It's yeah, funny. Nice. I guess. Yeah. Um, so today we thought we'd talk about how we feel about social media, so. Yeah, so this is, <laughs> this idea dawned upon Amber, and we were like, wait, we've never done this before. Yeah. Which is crazy, because it's, um. It's a pretty big topic. It's a pretty big topic, so <laughs> let's dive nice in. One, dog. Oh, yeah. This boat. <laughs> oh, God, this is like Joe Rogany. Gross. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's boat. dive in. Okay, so um, I had Instagram in 7th and 8th grade, and then 9th grade, and then 10th grade, I, like halfway through 10th grade, I just sort of decided to stop using it, and then I really hadn't been back on the app Um until very recently, until like a couple of weeks ago, like last week, um, and it was just to DM someone, which is, um, I don't know, it was weird, so I like DM somebody and then I sort of scrolled through Instagram and just saw what was up and it made me feel very, I think this is, this isn't, this is sort of how I've always felt about Instagram, but you know, having like some distance from the app really uh really amplified this feeling but it made me feel very like sad and weird it was like I think I just it really dawned on me how voyeuristic it was and it made me it made me also very um it made me like very acutely self-aware like not self-conscious about like people I was seeing or whatever or but like very 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 aware of how I was engaging with the app like my internal monologue was very loud and very judgmental um not of really people but of myself and how i was using the app i don't know just like i could see myself scrolling looking at these little pictures and i was like this is the saddest thing ever chloe how depressing so that's sort of my recent encounter with instagram which is so conclusively i'm not a fan i find it very depressing um I'm pretty active on Instagram, yeah. actually. Um, and okay, because Chloe doesn't have Instagram, I have to screenshot her. Me, <laughs> it's, it's the worst. It's so embarrassing. Um, but 
You know, Snapchat, I I feel like this is going to be mostly about Instagram because I don't have Snapchat. Oh, a comment on Snapchat. So I did have Snapchat um, in eighth grade, and I think it's very interesting how the app is designed. It's very confusing to use, I find, and um, I think it's sort of, it plays on this sort of like artificial like simulated high stakes because it's so easy to make a mistake on the app and like do something you don't mean to do because there's it's just like there's so many different things to tap i don't know nobody really knows how it works or at least i didn't there's so many you know and i think that sort of like simulated high stakes with snapchat is very interesting but (laughs) very interesting Yeah. yeah no i just I just never like felt yeah. like to get Snapchat and like Facebook. That doesn't the cat. That doesn't count. <laughs> so Instagram. Um, so I got Instagram in seventh grade, uh-huh. um, and it was so embarrassing. Like the thing fact, like what I did on Instagram, the fact that that's like there. Right. I think that's like another phenomenon because like you know people like twenty years ago didn't, you know, have yeah. to deal with the repercussions of embarrassing things said right. on social media in seventh like, grade. <laughs> a digital footprint really didn't exist. Yeah. Um, um, so my username on Instagram when I first got it was otter.artist13. Sublime. <laughs> um, and, okay, at that time, everyone was underscoring their username. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, sorry, I'm totally interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the the um sort of the you know like trendy punctuation and sort of how like the underscore has recently fallen out of favor and is replaced by no punctuation at all yeah not even periods are cool no no it's best to to, one long word one word only and you just hope that nobody has your name (laughs) yeah that's that's interesting okay back to okay yeah (laughs) okay um so you know maybe this is Definitely, like, Instagram etiquette within, like, our age range. But yeah. I thought you had to post every day. Yeah. Um, so every day I'd post, like, a Gary Larson cartoon. <laughs> um, you know, that guy. <laughs> Wait, what did he cartoon? He did, like... Calvin No, 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 that was Bill Watterson. Right. Get your cartoonist right. I'm very... No, I'm, Gary Larson did, like... He did, like, those, like, really, like, like big Labradors. <laughs> And like, if I remember correctly, satirical. I don't remember. Um, But I mean, at least I wasn't posting my legs. Okay, my (laughs) my middle school Instagram was vaguely pornographic. (laughs) No, it's just like I don't think anybody will ever see that much of my legs ever again. It was a lot. (laughs) All legs, all the time. We were like, you were like 13, it's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we I was, I was 11 when I was posting Gary Larson Gary cartoons. Larson. Um, yeah. And like, um, I remember like, the only people who followed me at first were like friends from like 5th grade. Because right. um, I didn't have friends. And then I'd like, I, I wanted to use Instagram to like make friends. Yeah. So <laughs> I went about it like kind of weirdly though. I'd like... <laughs> People are mean in middle school. People like, are, there's okay. a mad hierarchy in middle school. People are never crueler than they are in middle school. No, that actually. It's the worst. So bad. It's like, it's like a high school movie. That's what middle school is. Truly. Um, but I used to, like, join, like, people's lives and, yeah. like, try to make friends that way, even though I, like, didn't really know them. Yeah. Um, which, 
Chloe's gonna talk about okay, this. Okay, so something I realized when we were playing this episode is another phenomenon, which is the live feature on Instagram. So, I think Instagram creates, they've they've orchestrated this very insane contradiction where the whole point of Instagram is to have everything be very, you know, curated and nothing is happening in real time. You, it's about capturing the past, right? Um, and, but with Instagram Live, you're sort of like challenged to apply that same like curatorial skill set to real time, which feels like an impossible challenge, which is crazy to me. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's bizarre. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Instagram feels like, I feel like, you know, we're going to talk about this later, but it's always about like trying to like form deeper relationships with something that's like really superficial. Yeah. And I think like the way I went about it was just, you know, not knowing my social place in middle school. Right. <laughs> um, like, I commented a wilting flower on... I think is incredibly bold. (laughs) On this, like, really popular girl's, like, post of her, like, pulling up her pants on a bridge. Right. Like, that post, you know, when they, like, looked at my jeans. Um, I... Yeah. (laughs) I changed my username a couple of times here and there. And then summer before junior year, when I finally, like, become normal with social media. Oh, my gosh. I got a comment I left on someone's post yeah. in seventh grade that was so pretentious. And I was like, right. no, we're deleting Instagram. Yeah. And then I made a new one, like most girls do. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there is a lot of, that, again, it comes back to like the simulated high pressure that applies to Instagram too. Yeah. Like every move feels very calculated. I think especially in middle school, maybe not anymore, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel I like they don't really teach you about... Because I was, like, freaked out about, like, my, like, social, like, f- f- digital footprint, too. Right. And I feel like that wasn't really communicated to me in seventh grade when I was commenting pretentious stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's definitely something more. Um, okay, this is kind of going into Instagram archety- archetypes. Um, it's a little bit off topic, but, like, the whole thing... Where it's, like, the girl who, like, deletes their Instagram and makes a new one with, like, only 100 followers. That's definitely an archetype that's popped up, Um, which is what I fall into. (laughs) So we were talking about Instagram archetypes, and it's, like, it was very tempting to, um, you know, turn a segment of this podcast into sort of, you know, (laughs) laughing at all of, you know, like, the, the highly categorized... Instagram setup or whatever and how many archetypes it creates but then you know we're trying to actively (laughs) resist that yeah break that down it's funny though (laughs) it's super funny but also that's true it's toxic it's also like really changed the way um we go about relationships and like dating yeah well this is another this sort of another observation about you know like how our generation dates, or at least, like, people at our school date, um, there, I think there, there are many, there are more buffer layers now, so it's, like, DMing, and then suddenly getting somebody's number is more serious, and then you can talk to somebody, but then if you actually go on a date, then that actually means something. It's much, it feels, for as casual as it is, for, like, as casual as the whole process postures as, it's, no, it's not at all. It's very, it's very regimented, 
oddly. And I think, and I think some people adhere to that more than others. Um, and I think like space away from social media has made me like really not care at all. Yeah. Which has been interesting. Social media is so weird. Like, I feel like, like me, like as someone who's like not. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know if it's like out of like will or just like addiction. Right. But, um, Instagram, like, I hate it so much, but I like it at the same time. Like, yeah. you know, once a week I have the urge to delete it. <laughs> right. But, yeah. you know, it just feels like, like, I can't delete it anymore because, like, you miss out on so many of those kinds of connections. Yeah. I feel like that are just, like, on, that only, like, exist on Instagram. It's really insane. They have us in this vice grip, but it feels like we're choosing to be there, which is, yeah, that's, this it's at least a little bit delusional but I think that sort of brings us to our final point you know this ties into dating a lot but um you know we and we we discovered like this new phenomenon yeah like this kind of ties back into archetypes right Um, and like um sort of like dating as as with like you know, finding deeper relationships from something so superficial that, like, you know, like, there's, like, this new pattern. Maybe this is only within, like, L.A. scheme teenagers. Right. <laughs> but this phenomenon of, like, rich kids, like, like, like rich, rich, rich Very kids. Rich like, kids. like, more than sad-ass rich kids. Yeah. That, you know, live in these, like, big-ass Altadena mansions or whatever they yeah. are in. Um, and their Instagram is all, like, them, like, on the streets of Highland Park wearing stuff from, like, Salvation Army. It's, right. It's so bizarre. It is um, very it's, bizarre. It's, like, I don't know, maybe this speaks to something else of, like, of, like, you know, very, very, like, well-off people participating in sort of, like, this, like, youth counterculture, which, like, yeah. normally would be, like, correlated with, like, people who don't have money. Right. Um, I think that's kind of interesting. But I also think that, like, historically, counterculture has been, um, you know, like, the reins have been grabbed by people who do have... That's true. Who do, That's like, true. We, like, in um, Slouching Towards Bethlehem, all of those kids... Yeah. Were just, they just didn't like being at home, <laughs> so they decided to move to San Francisco, which is interesting, and I think being able to see that play out on social media poses, like, another question about, um, you know, like... It's a very fundamental question, like, what's real? Um, <laughs> nothing is real. Nothing's real. But I think it's, you know, when your Instagram especially looks... Okay, but I do think the, the one difference about this and then maybe, you know, the first youth counterculture movement in, like, the 60s is that these people are... Instagram gives... Like, you don't have to live it to sh- put it on Instagram, you know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to be doing that all the time to have it, to be, all you need is, like, a picture, and then you can go on and live, yeah, the same life, or whatever, yeah. um, so you don't, it doesn't require commitment, I think, which is really interesting, um, it makes it a lot easier, um, to, like, you know, like, try different lives on, um, and I think when, and I think being fake is, it, that's like a, it's a very, it's taken as a pretty large insult. Um, and I think that, and I think that's used a lot 
in discussions about social media, you know, like looking at somebody's Instagram and being like, well, they're so fake. They're nothing like this in real life. But I think that maybe we're looking for authenticity in the wrong places. Like, I don't know. It's sort of crazy of us to expect to find, um, you know, very like distilled realness in a place like Instagram that's not, it's not designed it's not designed to hold any kind of authenticity. It's supposed, like, it's supposed to be a fake. It's not supposed to be real at all. So, and I think, like, and that, that isn't even, like, a condemnation of Instagram. I just think it's, like, maybe we just have very unrealistic expectations for an app that was never meant to meet them, you know? And know. that's the pod. And that might be the pod. <laughs> that's the pod. Well... Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>